you for returning for another episode of From the Horse Box. I'm Kate. And I'm Claire. And today we are talking remotely to Mary Wynne Jones about her love of the countryside and her background in teaching and the Pony Club. Welcome, Mary. We'd just like to set the scene. May we ask our listeners to imagine that they are all packed up and ready to go in the horse box. Horses plaited and gleaming. We just need the green light from Boris. We like to start these interviews treating ourselves to a favourite drink. Some listeners will know what my coffee means to me, but on this occasion I'm drinking a glass of wine as we aren't going anywhere. Mary, what are you drinking to get you through the next 15 minutes? As everybody I'm sure knows, my favourite drink is a very good glass of port. There's too many pictures of me with a glass in my hand, so what else can I drink? Well, it does make a very good meat, doesn't it, a a glass of port. Mary, perhaps we could start with your primary teaching career. You taught at Arden School near Rithin. Did you always want to teach? No, I didn't. I always wanted to work with horses. That was the main thing that I wanted to do. Unfortunately, my parents were sensible enough to let me go and get that out of my system. It only took a year before I realised there's no future in working with horses. So I then went to college and trained to become a teacher. And where was your college, Mary? It was in Wrexham, uh, Cartrevely College, which isn't there, unfortunately, anymore. And I had a very happy three years there. And was this your first job? Teaching was your first job? Yes, I first went, I taught in the Gillsfield School near Welshpool. That was my first job. I was there for three years, teaching seven to 11 uh, children. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I then left there because I wanted to get nearer to home. It was an hour's journey every day, um, both ways. And unfortunately, I happened to finish when there were no jobs. And then a great friend of mine, Sylvia Grace, had bought Arden School at Rithin, a prep school, and asked me if I would go and teach there in in an afternoon, three days a week, which is what I did. Ah, yes. And... um... Rumour has it that you managed to work Tuesday to Thursday, Mary. Why was this? It was hunting in the spring. I used to work my days as I should do most of the year. Then in the spring, years ago, we used to change our days hunting to a Monday and a Friday because of the point-to-point season. And I would change my days teaching on those days and the whole school curriculum would change to fit in with my Uh, hunting, which I don't think would happen in many schools. That's amazing. Have you always managed to fit your horses into your working life? Hunting and horses have come first. My work always came second. My work, I had to work to pay to keep my horses to go hunting and that's why I worked. Would we know any of your pupils? Would people know? I used to, uh, uh, Harry and Nick Williams-Wynn were in school, Rupert Cunningham, I taught the Bradshaw girls, I taught the Archdales. There's a, a lot of girls and boys in uh, that hunt with the Flint and Denby and the Tant side and with us that I've uh, taught. Yeah, very interesting. Um, what do you think we can do to help educate today's children about the countryside? 
I think talking to them is a big thing. I think that's what we need to do. I think it's no good trying to arrange lessons and lectures for them. They don't attend. They don't listen. They're not interested. They've got so many more things to do. But I think when we get them out and about in the countryside, I think we all of us need to just talk to them about the countryside, about what goes on. It doesn't matter who they are. Just talk to the children. They love it. They really enjoy it and take such a lot in that way. It gives children so much, doesn't it? It does. It does. And I think it takes a while for them to realise that. Have you any memories of um, helping in Pony Club that uh, we would know uh, about the days um, helping with the Wednesday? Yes. I uh, started with the Wednesday thanks to Mary Ormrod. She got me involved right at the start, um, about 1978, I think it was. And I used to help her with the Wrexham area. That was when the Pony Club was divided into three areas, Wrexham, Malpas and Ellesmere. And I used to help Mary with the Wrexham area. And then I took it over and became more and more involved in Pony Club and organising junior camp and the uh, uh, under 10s, hunter trials and generally helping everywhere I was on the committee and I stayed helping in Pony Club till 2004. And um, I also remember you judging classes at local shows. Um, you knew an awful lot to to judge, to tack and turn out type of classes. And can you remember any stories from those days? Just that I, I used to love doing that. And it was all the low level shows, all the local shows that we don't seem to have anymore, which is such a shame. And I used to love judging them, and I hopefully helped quite a few children onto their showing career and equitation career. Um, I used to like to give them a bit of advice, as as you do, and it was great fun. Yes, uh, there were an awful lot of children. Again, a lot of them Pony Club children. Yes, I'm sure that helped an awful lot of children. Mary, I think you've glossed over your Cubit Award, which isn't given to many people. No, it's for long service in the Pony Club, um, 30 plus years of service to the Pony Club. And I was very honoured um, to be awarded that when I left Pony Club. Yes. Yes, I remember it well. It was a huge achievement. Many of our listeners will remember Gerald Williams for his horsemanship and great contribution to the Wednesday. Tell us about your time riding out for him. Well, my time with Gerald really got me into hunting with the Wednesday. In 1978, I put an advert in the Wrexham Leader. Um, I was married then and wanted to, to get some riding in the area. I was new to Wrexham. So I put an advert in the paper and Gerald answered. I wanted some just some riding out. So I went down and met with Gerald and started riding out for him. And that started my sort of long career with Gerald. Um, I used to ride out, get the horses ready, uh, clipping and everything, uh, sorting out his tack room. On a hunting day, I would take him second horse. And of course, in those days, second horses were ridden on. They weren't taken on in a horse box as they are today. And so it was great fun. Sometimes we had to go many miles to catch him up. But we always did. We always managed it. And it was often a good excuse to have an hour or two's hunting. Yes. He was a great influence on my hunting career. 
did Gerald ever take on any of your students? No, you he didn't, unfortunately. He Because he, he wasn't keen on uh, teaching and doing qualifications, he never took uh, students. But uh, Sarah Olmrod had students for us, and so did Emily Gilruth. They both had students for us from Yale. So since you started hunting, um, how do you find it's changed over the years? I think uh, farming practices have changed an awful lot. When I first started hunting, you could go anywhere in the Wednesday country and get anywhere on a youngster or a horse that wasn't particularly good. You could jump all the fences. They were much smaller. They've had to get bigger because of the amount of stock that's now has to be kept. Um, And they have to keep the stock in, so therefore the fences have to be bigger. Uh, And it's such a shame. You just have to know where you are. Roads are so much busier. There's so much more traffic on the roads. Uh, So hunting has had to change and adapt to fit in with that. So what advice would you give to someone wanting to start hunting with the Wednesday? I think find your own level. Do what you want to do. It's very difficult. But just do what you don't push yourself. If you don't want to jump something, don't jump it. There's always, always somebody who will go round. Always somebody who'll open a gate for you if you can't get on and off. Um, It's very easy. I don't jump things anymore and I'm very happy for people to come with me. I can't get on and off and I'm extremely pleased if somebody will come with me and they can get on and off and open gates for me. So you do what you want to do. It's not a competition and it is a difficult country to cross. We we do think that there's something for everybody, though, to come out with Wednesday. Definitely. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. It's a super hunting country. And you can see hounds, be with hounds. It's wonderful. To refer back to the horse box, we all recognise you arriving here, there and everywhere. Um, How's your driving, your reversing, parking? Any special horse box rituals? Always arrive very early. I always say to people, I always arrive the night before. Um, I like to have my parking place. I have my parking places, which has come from Gerald. He was exactly the same. For each meet, we have our sort of designated parking places. I'm not wonderful at reversing. If it goes wrong, it goes horribly wrong. Um, So I usually try and drive away and start again because... It do, I can get in some messes. But you're very organised in your trailer and have everything in position. and Have a place for everything. I'm very organised, yes. Your sandwiches. Oh, yes, yes. I have my basket with my sandwiches and my drinks. What's in your picnic? There's usually a sandwich, um, a chocolate biscuit, some Coke. I'm afraid I'm a Coke fiend. That's in Coca-Cola, I oh. hasten to add. And there's always, I'm afraid, there's always a lot of medicines because I'm a martyr to headaches and aches and pains. So there's always paracetamol and ibuprofen and everybody knows I always carry those. We do have this image of you um, taking your horse home in the greatest comfort. Um, You know, you you finish up and he's wrapped up and he's put in the trailer and it's all organised for him to go home. Yes, yeah, I've got the most amazing shower in the back of the trailer, my water boy, which I 
absolutely love so that I can wash him off and by the time I get him home he's warm, dry and cosy and ready to have his rugs on, have his tea and go to sleep. Good tips for horse box travelling. What else do you enjoy in the countryside Mary? I love walking, not that I can walk that far because I get quite stiff and sore these days, I'm afraid that's uh, Anno Domini catching up and I love bird watching, I love my birds um, and I absolutely adore my garden. You feed the birds in the garden? I do, an awful lot, yes. John complains at the amount of food that the birds eat. I just absolutely adore it. I love the growing. I'm not that keen on the eating. I do love vegetables, but I'm, John doesn't eat vegetables. But I do, I love the growing. Absolutely love it. Is this what's kept you going in lockdown? It is, it is, yes, it is. Are there any other skills that you've learnt or taken up during this time? No, there aren't, unfortunately, no. And I must say, this last lockdown, I've become very lazy. There's a lot of reading going on and a lot of television watching and, yes. All our lives I think have changed. A lot of people who would agree with you, it's about motivation. Yes, yes. The first two lockdowns were fine. I got masses to do, but this one has been a bit of a trial. It hasn't impacted our lives hugely because, of, jo- of course, John does not socialise. He's dreadful. So for him, it's been a godsend. Yes. <laughs> so this brings us to our quickfire question section. What is your dream holiday? Oh, Barbados. I absolutely, I've been there once and I absolutely adored it. It was fantastic. Um, hot, sunny, warm sea, beautiful, just lovely. A far cry from the, the mud of the Wednesday. That sounds it. lovely. Um, if money was no object, what would you do for the day? I would go out and I would indulge in my fetish, dual fetish of rug buying and bit buying. Goodness, right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. In 1974, I was instrumental in helping to set up the Wine Slim Pony Club, which operates round sort of within Denby mould. Um, and that was a great big thing in my life at the time. Who would you say was your hero, Mary? Bill Lander. He was amazing. Uh, Taught me such a lot um, and always had a smile on his face and a sweet in his pocket. I've learned a lot about Bill Lander recently and I agree that his legacy lives on. Yes. If you were a tree, what tree would you be and why? I'd be a cherry tree because cherries are one of my favourite fruit. Name one of your favourite songs. My favourite song is Always Remember Your Terrier. It's one of the Lakeland um, fell songs and it's brilliant. It, it makes me cry. If you could only eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Fish. I hope that's allowed. So Mary, do you enjoy cooking? No, I enjoy eating. I love eating but I'm afraid I don't enjoy cooking. So who does the cooking? John is quite a good cook, and he does a lot of the cooking. I do cook, but I, I'm not, you know, I don't like the planning and the thinking, what you've got to eat and things like that, but I, oh, I do love eating. And what about the shopping? 
Oh, yeah, I'm okay at the shopping. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes too. He has to. He has to pay. So he's my wallet. He follows me around. To finish our drinks, um, perhaps we could ask you, Mary, for either a joke or a quote to toast from the horse box. Right. Um, This is a joke because I couldn't think of a quote. So what's the hardest thing about learning to ride? I don't know, Mary. What is the hardest thing about learning to ride? The ground. (laughs) Yes, I think I should know that one. (laughs) Oh, yes, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Oh, dear. We'll be back next week. Thank you very much, Mary, for joining our journey today. Well, thank you. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been fun. Yes, thank you, Mary. And we'll be back at the same time next week when it could be you in the driving seat.